Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX, even though Saul Bookman wants to dispute that. Apparently, he wants to have some sort of debate and runoff or something ridiculous. I don't, whatever. We, You guys know who the mayor is, and he is I and I is him. And of course, I'm joined by my vice mayor, who will now be here. In Phoenix, Arizona, backing me up as vice mayor, it's the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Wow, that was a dramatic introduction I'm there. I'm excited. Right. Yeah. <laughs> here. It's happening. We, this this is it. The Jesse-less shows are over. Those are in the past. We move forward into a, a, a plethora of Jesse uh, in the future, and I'm excited about it. Uh, Sunday, of course, we'll still be remote doing our live thing, but on Monday, you and I, my friend, will be in studio, and I'm very excited for that. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX, and you can get $100 for betting on the NHL Stanley Cup Finals just by using our code PHNX. doesn't matter who wins or loses. As long as you bet on $5 on either team, you will get $100 in free bets instantly. Uh, Jesse, we had an off day today. Not not. not not the most productive day, of course, but you were traveling. You had the last leg of your journey, and I'm glad you made it here safely. But you were actually in San Diego yesterday for the finale of their three-game series with the Padres. You got to see a bit of this uh, of, the, of this team being beat up by a Manny Machado-less San Diego Padres team in person. So uh, what were your thoughts on, on being there? First of all, I want to get your thoughts on the ballpark. Mm. How beautiful. Yeah. The ballpark is, is. Have you been to San Diego, Derek? Have you been I to have Petco? Been. Yes. Okay. It's, okay. It's just incredible. It's a it's a beautiful ballpark, and uh, yeah, I think that the thing that stood out to me the most it was my second time there. But the thing that stood out to me the most is that it actually does kind of share the. Um, it it kind of you know we, everyone says Chase Field feels like a mall right like kind of a mediocre indoor mall where there's that's not that said, many yeah. food options at least sure. that's something. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one who said that. Um, <laughs> but but it, it's kind of like a nice outdoor mall. Like it's it's yeah. all open air. You don't really feel like you're inside when you're walking around. Like everything feels very outdoors. A lot of times there's nothing overhead. Uh, you're just like kind of standing in the sun as you walk around the stadium. Um, but there were so many food options, Derek. There were probably twice as many different food options um, as you would find at Chase Field. So that was... 
that was one thing that uh, that certainly stood out. Um, I think it's that, by the way that makes me jealous. yeah yeah like I I wound up getting I wound up getting pizza because I was just like desperately hungry and that was the first thing that I found. Um, but as I'm walking around the stadium, I find that there's like several other places to get pizza, and it's not the same pizza. Like it's all different. And a lot of the places looked really fancy and had all sorts of like fancy toppings and whatnot that you could put on it. Did um, you regret your decision on jumping on the first pizza place that you ran into? You know, I would have, but get this. I paid $7.50 for a slice of pizza and I open up my little thing of pizza and there's two slices in it. Oh, so I had. I had no regrets whatsoever, Derek, God, because I yeah, paid no. I paid seven fifty for an ungodly amount of pizza because these slices were enormous. Uh, but it's a it's a gorgeous place to see a game. Uh, sure. I always I always enjoy being out there. I think the Western Metal Supply Company building is one of the coolest. It's just a really unique feature it's of that so stadium. Cool. I so, you know, the other thing the, the way I described it was it it's this oddly modern stadium that feels like it's also 100 years old. Yeah. You know, like I have people that are big fans of like the Boston Red Sox and they appreciate Fenway and the tradition, but they'll be the first one to tell you like, it's a shithole. It's falling apart. You know, and we even have that <laughs> a little bit from our friends at Wrigley as well. Right. Like there's yeah. just yeah. certain complaints and stuff about it being old. I understand chase field is poorly kept. That's the best way I can describe it. Right. I will say that since it's become under the management of the Diamondbacks, it's a much nicer uh, stadium as far as the upkeep on it. But it's still just about like, especially in a stadium in in Arizona that's that is out in the sun for a portion of the season. You, you got to keep up on on the little touches, right? And that's the difference yeah. that makes some of those old ballparks stay looking somewhat nice. Is the fact that the upkeep on them keeps them looking you know, at least not gross and dingy. Some parts of Chase Field can definitely look gross and dingy at times, for sure. What part? What parts of Chase Field? I'm curious. When you think of the the ugly things at Chase Field, what do you think of? For me, uh, I think it's of like, uh, it's a lot of like the, I, I've described this before, but there's like grates, like drainage grates and things like that, that they don't like, do anything about and i get it they that's what they're there for but you gotta like when they're all corroded and stuff you gotta replace them or you gotta scrape them off or you gotta just like it's that kind of little upkeep i'm not talking about them in general not like keeping the stadium clean or even replacing things or doing stuff you know especially this off season this off season was probably the best because they not only brought in all of this new food that we were seeking for them to add something new but they really did kind of do a once over on the ballpark so it looks much nicer but i still come across those areas right and there's still like yeah. things like in bathrooms with stuff falling apart and sure I, I just you know it's 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 kind of like i would like chase field to be kept up at the same level that disneyland is kept up if you've ever seen some shit break at disneyland there's a dude fixing it within five minutes right and i don't right. expect it to be that level of urgency for a baseball ballpark but i do expect them to try to like do their best to try to make it look as pristine as possible every single day for every single game the grounds crew and other i mean the people that do it they do an awesome job there's just you know of course there's things that like need actual like probably money put into it like new things purchased you know 
some patching of some concrete kind of falling apart here and there on, on like stairways and stuff like that. Like there, there, there's, a, there's areas where Chase Field looks a bit shabby and I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away from the people that work hard to keep it looking as, as much as, as good as it does. It just, sure. it's actually one of the older ballparks in baseball now, you know, Chase Field is. And unfortunately we live in this God forsaken city that is a monument to man's arrogance against God. So we, you know, it's, you need extra care, right? I'm, I, I won't bash Chase Field, but Jesse, I'm going to bash the goddamn water park across the street from my house for a second because they have, <laughs> ever since Six Flags has taken that place over, they have let it go to fucking hell. And I'm not even joking Six about Flags that. Six Flags took and over it's a, it, the water park? What? Yeah, Six, Six Flags owns the water park. It's a Six Flags hurricane, hurricane Harbor. I'm not sure if you are familiar with any iterations of it, but it used to be Water World. Then it was Wet and Wild. And yeah. now it is a Six Flags Hurricane Harbor. They okay. installed a new pool, Jesse, and the pool, the like when we were there today, the uh, the 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 bot the the plaster of the pool is just coming up, just everywhere, just plaster of the pool coming up all over Ugh, the place. Right? Gross. For some reason, some genius decided to plant just a shit ton of bougainvillea bushes, just all right next to where a pool is. Well, those aren't just the most annoying you know, flowering plants in the world that break off and go into the pool. So like their pool areas and stuff are constantly littered with like, you know, leaves and stuff. It's just, okay. and there's nobody that goes around like kind of skimming it. So it's just the way it is. Right. Like it, it, but more than anything, it's the fact that like that park sits in the sun all, all season long. And at times it can just get destroyed by the Arizona sun. And that's what a lot of places like chase field and, even this godforsaken water park across the street from me uh, all kind of have to deal with. And it's, if you want to have a facility like that, one of the things is to, is, is the upkeep on it. They told me today that there's a national shortage of inner tubes, Jesse of fucking inner tubes, like, because they don't have enough inner tube. They have a lazy river and nobody's floating in it. Everybody's walking it because there is no actual tubes for people to float in. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. They just do such a bad job. I mean, and of course it goes with everything, right? It goes with the diamondbacks and their bobbleheads, right? I'm losing my mind about this, but the manager told me with such conviction that there was a national fucking, uh, tube shortage that I, I did not question him. I 100% believe him. And it's the same thing with the diamondbacks. They tell us that there was a, uh, you know, a shortage with uh, the supply chain and they couldn't get bobbleheads in time for this season. And that sucks. But I have had other people bring up to me that other teams do have bobblehead nights and I don't have an answer for that. I don't have an answer for that, Jesse. I don't have a, a rebuttal. If other teams are doing it, I can't understand quite why the Diamondbacks did, other than maybe that it just got so complicated that they kind of gave up on it instead of pursuing it like other teams did. Maybe other teams found like a local American bobblehead maker that they could get it through that was maybe much more expensive, but they didn't mind taking on the cost, whereas the Diamondbacks were like, fuck that. I don't know. I don't know what the case is, but some teams are doing bobbleheads. The Diamondbacks, no bobbleheads. What you can get this weekend, though, is a Tigers dog uh, in their versus dog category. Ooh, yeah. What do we got? With uh, Detroit Chili, which I don't know. Detroit Chili, Sweet Onions, Yellow Mustard. So I really enjoyed the Twins dog, by the way, Jesse. It had tater tots on it, like a tater tot, like hot dish, and then like cheese sauce, Mm. and then ketchup, which I'm a ketchup guy on my hot dog. Okay. So I'm unapologetic about that. 
but yes, of course, we are your uh, leader in versus dog coverage, by the way, in case you guys were wondering. Uh, that's the Tigers dog for the Giants game coming up or the Giants series uh, coming soon. Uh, it's a bacon wrap dog, grilled onions, peppers, chef's kiss. Wow. That, one. that sounds, uh, is it Jesse like, are, are they all the same one. price? Are they all the same price? Does it ever change depending yes, on what they're all the same the price? Dog? Yeah. They, I don't uh. think they change the price of them, but I haven't paid that close of attention. So they might, depending on the case, like if one comes with, because, because yeah, some of them are much more complicated there. than others. Mm, they are throwing okay. bacon in the mix on that one. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I mean, this is much more interesting to talk about than the Diamondbacks getting swept by the Padres. Uh, I had Jacob, our King producer slash father producer yeah. on the show yesterday, Jesse, and uh, he was great, by the way. I really enjoyed listening. It's weird because I talk to Jacob so often in person that I don't think about his voice and how it sounds on the show. But when I went back and listened to the audio version of that show, Jacob Franklin's got a pretty sweet voice. I like mm. it. I was digging it. Uh, and he also had some really hot takes that I liked. Uh, he was not concerned at all about the Padres sweep. And I wanted to get your take on that. Do you have a, you have no concerns about the Diamondbacks kind of sliding back into their old ways a bit in this Padres series and, and losing the way that they did? I mean, the last game was Clevenger against Bumgarner. And uh, I mean, you certainly feel like you got a chance in a game like that. Um, but, you know, we've talked about how Bumgarner has been pretty fortunate with the number of hits that he's allowed this season that, you know, even with very few strikeouts, he's managed to kind of hang in there. And you kind of felt like a game like this was going to happen sooner or later where he just didn't get uh, quite the same luck that he's been getting on batted balls. Some more of those were dropping in for hits. Uh, the Padres wound up with nine hits against him. Uh, Zach Gallen pitched great in the second game. Uh, yeah. That was that was a, a great game for him. 11 strikeouts, which was a career high, which is kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. Wild. yeah, he was incredible in that game. Lights out. Uh, and again, somebody that really, it's surprising knowing Zach Gallen or, or watching Zach Gallen pitch that, he hasn't hit 11 strikeouts before much like it's surprising that he still hasn't get gotten that fifth win yet in a season, but uh, he he's typically not a big strikeout guy. He kind of does it in a, you know, in a, in a little bit more efficient manner and he's really been punching them out, you know, lately. Yeah. Yeah. He has, I mean, it was, that was a lot of fun to watch. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't have any significant concerns. I mean, the Padres are a really good baseball team. Uh, there's a reason that, you know, they're practically neck and neck with the L.A. Dodgers. As we speak right now, they're half a game out in the division. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, they're a really, really the good pod- team. Their, their starting lineup is so good, especially now with Clevenger back. I mean, I know they're still yeah. using him back, and I know he's not. Their know, rotation, not- yeah, their yeah. rotation is insane. Their rotation is not I say starting lineup. I meant rotation. Yeah, starting rotation is absolutely bonkers. And yeah, I mean it's it's it just seems to continue to get better because guys are coming back from injury, and even the guys that they've had step up have been very very good. So it's been hard to beat this team. It's impressive because again we expected this this season is wild. But I swear to God, all of the expectations prior to the twenty twenty one season are coming true this season, right? Everything that everybody said about 2021 is come coming to you know to, to fruition in 2022 instead. Everybody said that the Padres were going to challenge the Dodgers for the division. They said the Giants would find themselves probably in a third place, fourth place kind of situation. Diamondbacks would finish around 500, and the Colorado Rockies would end up last. 
So the predictions this year obviously were much different, and they were based heavily on what these teams did last year. But now we're seeing the NL West fall right into you know this kind of same this 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 prediction that we had prior to the 2021 season. The Diamondbacks mm-hmm. just haven't had any luck against the NL West unless it's against the Colorado Rockies, and they have one hell of a stretch coming up, which. Uh, of course, yeah. we have plenty of time to fear, but we'll talk about the Tiger series coming up here in a minute. Of course, you don't forget, go get that hot dog if you're there. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to sign up at gophnx.com for a membership. I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, we are awesome. We want you to be awesome with us. Members can not only get members only access to our Discord, that has been an absolute delight to be a part of lately, especially during Diamondbacks games but you get members-only discounts over at the PHNX Locker. More so, you sign up for one of our annual memberships, and you know I've been talking about this, but you get yourself a free T-shirt also over at the phnxlocker.com. Good for hats, too, by the way. Don't let anybody tell you different. It's a code. So hats, T-shirts, they're the same price. Get yourself a hat or get yourself a T-shirt. doesn't matter. Get yourself a free item over at the phnxlocker.com for sign up for an annual membership. And, of course, you get all of our wonderful content uh, coming out from not only us but the Suns, the Coyotes, uh, those two beats alone are worth the coverage. Not to mention, not to mention that Jesse is here full time. So uh, I, I, I've tried to give Jesse his flowers as much as possible, but this guy has been doing it nonstop <laughs> with two very demanding jobs. And now he just has one demanding job, which is being my guy. That's what he is. Well, I'm job. since I'm used to working two jobs, Derek, that means I'm I'm still programmed to work like 80 hours a week. So I might that's, be publishing, you know, 10 I'm to 15 yeah, articles a week. So we'll, we'll get 80 see. hours of Jesse every week. <laughs> Maybe even 90 if I push him hard enough. But it doesn't matter because we are two guys living our dream, loving this thing. We love baseball and to be able to cover it for you guys and bring it to you is an absolute joy and a pleasure for us every single day. So I'm just thrilled that Jesse's going to be here because much like Craig and Gerald, Jesse is one of our best writers and I'm excited to get much more from him on the D-backs and baseball in general. Uh, You'll still get, you know, some random, just insane ramblings from me as well written down. Uh, but you're not going to get it if you're not a member over at gophnx.com. So sign up for that membership. If you get that month-to-month membership and not an- interested in the annual membership, you will get your first month for just 50 cents. So try us out, see if you like us, and become part of the family over at gophnx.com. Uh, Jesse, of course, looking ahead at that series with the Tigers, I'm not, I don't want to say the thing that I want to say. I want to say that this is their last chance to really get some wins in before they have a really tough part of their schedule going ahead, going forward. But I feel like that's the kind of thing I said about their road trip over to Pennsylvania and that shit didn't work out very well. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've kind of seen how that's worked out in the past. You're right. Uh, The diamondbacks have not necessarily shown up uh, even with some of the lesser opponents that they've had. So Oh uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, pitching matchup wise on Friday, it's Merrill Kelly and Ronnie Garcia. Uh, Saturday, it's Zach Davies and Alexander Fado. If I'm saying that correctly, hopefully. Yep. Um, so. And then uh, Sunday is is Chandler, Arizona native Bo Brisky on the mound um, against a to be named pitcher on the Diamondback side uh, for that one. So. Uh, some names that people are probably not all that familiar with, um, which when it comes to the Tigers is, is not necessarily surprising. They're a very young uh, rebuilding team. So there's probably going to be a lot of guys 
uh, in some of their lineups over the weekend that are that are not familiar. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Diamondbacks certainly have uh, a good chance to take this series. You have to feel pretty good about things, just given that the Tigers are the Tigers and they're 26 and 43. Um, Friday's game is an Apple TV Plus game, uh, which I think will be, I'm, I'm excited to see what fans think about that for those of you who tune in there. It's not going to be on Valley Sports Arizona. So uh, make sure you're looking in the right place on Friday night for that one. But uh, yeah, this should be a good series for the Diamondbacks. Derek coming off that tough one in San Diego. Uh, the Tigers definitely present a good opportunity to bounce back and and get back on the same page. Do you want to speculate about who the TBA is going to be for the Arizona Diamondbacks on Sunday? Yeah, I'd have to look backwards here real quick and try to well, figure out who I know who it's up. not going to be. I know who it's not, not going to be Luke Weaver. Okay. I'm fairly confident about that. I'm fairly confident it's not going to be Caleb Smith or Humberto Castellanos. I don't think he'll be back in time. So, right. Do they we'll do have that? a bullpen, they, bullpen start. They have an off day. So that, that theoretically would allow them to just roll with, um, with the same order that they've already had and just kind of skip over that start and avoid having to, to bring in someone. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That we'll have to, so we'll have to see what direction after, they go. Who would be after Davies? Would it be Zach Gallon? Um, so let's see. It was Bumgarner was yesterday and then Gallon before that. So yeah, I believe it would circle back to Zach Gallon on on Sunday. Alexa, nobody's at, no one's talking to you. Scram. I'm trying to do a show here. Um yeah, no, they, uh, yeah, it's Alexis trying, <laughs> Alex trying to tell us who the starter like, will be. I think it's going to be Bumgarner. And I'm like, shut up. Uh, no, I think it, there's a good chance that, yeah, what you're saying is, is right. The Diamondbacks have just done some weird things with the lineup. And when it's TBA, I mean, I don't know about if they're going to slide Zach Gallon in there necessarily. Yeah, that's who it would be. That's who it would be if they decided to skip over. But I mean, they have they have guys in in AAA that they certainly could turn to as well. Corbin Martin, it's There's probably worth that's mentioning. The name I was getting to. I was he uh he was pretty good his last time out, Derek. So, that's very, definitely very something definitely something to watch. I think that of course, not only has he been up before, but he's been having uh a pretty good season, which is not to say much in AAA Reno. It's not any numbers that's going to, you know, like light anything on fire, but he does have a sub five ERA. And in Reno, that's like having a sub two ERA. He's got a 4.79 ERA and eight starts. Uh, and like you said, his last start, he was very, very good in his last start. So I would not be surprised to see the Diamondbacks, especially considering that they have brought him up and they have leaned on him previously, you know, to, uh, you know, to, to be good, but he had 13 strikeouts in his last start, five and two thirds innings. He gave up five hits and two earned runs. So yeah, uh, looked great uh, that night and continues to be very good for this organization. And hopefully he can be a part of the rotation because I think he is a big piece of their future. Yeah, I mean, it's a 4.79 ERA for him in Reno, but if you look at some of the other numbers, you know, only 37 hits allowed in 41 in the third innings. Um, opposing hitters are batting 237 against him. Um, he has 47 strikeouts against just 18 walks in those 41 in the third innings. So a lot of the numbers for him really look, uh, really look pretty good. Uh, the other advantage here, of course, is that he's already on the 40-man roster 
Um, so you don't you have go. to try to clear spot form. So logistically sure. it, it could work out uh, fairly well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it certainly makes some sense. If we look at his last start that you mentioned, which was super good, that came on June 21st. Um, so that was two days ago as we record right now. So, um, you know, if you extrapolate that out, that's a start on Tuesday, which theoretically would set him up, uh, for a start on Sunday. That would be, that would exactly be his next spot in the rotation. So it, it lines up pretty well, Derek, we'll have to see what they do, but it certainly makes a lot of sense for them. We'll see. And Jesse will be here covering that series for us because Jesse's here full time now and yes. uh, we'll see how that plays out for the diamondbacks of course we'll be back live on sunday but i don't know if we'll be alive because between now and then uh, i'm dragging jesse to a pool party at the maya day club and our friend uh, at ogs is throwing what so day is what day is this pool is this pool party i still it doesn't don't know matter. it doesn't matter what day it is it doesn't matter if you do or don't want to go none of these things are things that actually <laughs> impact the decision on if we're going to go but of course ogs just launched their first limited edition and seasonal flavor pina colada and they are having a party about it it's the perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend that i've been munching on all summer long and you can too of course you can get those at the ogs pool party uh at the maya day club in scottsdale on june 25th this saturday uh, be sure to come say what's up to us uh, the phnx crew will be out there having a great time I know Saul will be out there. So uh, find Saul. He's he's a good Saul and Jacob are. I don't know if Jacob will be there, but there are tall boys. So they're like good waypoints for you to find them. And then the rest of us will be in their ground. I'm close. I'm I'm tall. I've got a. Am I, I the third tallest yet. person? You haven't been here. I haven't been seeing you at events. Okay. All I know is tall is, is Saul is tall. Those. I mean, rhyme. Jacob is Jacob is substantially taller than me. Jacob Saul is, is substantially Saul is, tall. Is, Probably Jacob what is all like tallness over me? Jacob has actively told me that he thinks he's a better person than me because he's taller than me. And I understand because I also think that a lot of people at PHNX are mean to me, Jesse. So that's why I need you here. I need you <laughs> specifically to protect me from Cheerston at Four Peaks Brewery from her coming up and knocking my beer out of my hand again. But of course, mm. uh, we will have plenty of OG's brands uh, gummies on hand with us at all times. So make sure to find us uh, and check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at OG's brands. You can find both of those at OG EEZ brands. Uh, make sure you can find their make sure you find their products at your local dispensary must be 21 years or older to purchase. And speaking of four peaks brewery, we will be out there next Wednesday broadcasting live along with all, all, all of the PHNX crew, everybody, every beat, every show coming to you live that day on Wednesday from P uh, from four peaks brewery in Tempe. So, are we gonna? Are we all gonna be live at the same time? Is no, it gonna be like one no. massive show? Oh. That would be cool. Like we should have like a big table, like a Thanksgiving. Yeah, table yeah. That, <laughs> that wouldn't be an absolute nightmare. That would be a clusterfuck of a show. Can you imagine that? I, I can't even be on with the ASU guys. We all talk at the same time, for fuck's sakes. But anyway, uh, make sure to join us over at the Four Peaks Brewery if uh, if you can. Play hooky from work and come join us. It's going to be a good time. Not only can you join us and see all of us do our thing, but you can also enjoy the wonderful variety of brews that Four Peak Brewery has to offer. Uh, they are incredible. I love them. They are my favorite. Not only can you find them at the Four Peak Brewery locations, but you can also find them at a grocery store or convenience store near you wherever beers are sold at the gas station 
probably uh, at the convenience store, the one with the with the drive through window. Definitely. That's one that you can definitely get it at. So make sure to get it wherever you get your beer at. And most importantly, uh, Four Peaks Brew is for 21 or older people to enjoy and for them to enjoy responsibly. So make sure you do that when you're enjoying your Four Peaks Brew. But join us on Wednesday because we'll be out there if we survive this weekend because we have a lot of things going on. Jesse has to cover the Diamondbacks and go to a pool party. I don't know if he has the stamina for that. I have a concert outdoors <laughs> in, in late June in Phoenix. So I'm not probably going to make it either. But if we do make it, it's going to be a very fun show on Monday where we will be in studio together uh, for the first time in a while. And I'll be excited to be next to this guy and doing our thing in a completely new and different way than we've been doing it thus far. But today was an off day. Uh, Jesse and I were doing some cleaning. Jesse was digging around at home. <laughs> I was now that he's back home in Phoenix. Now, well, you were moving, but now you have stuff to get through, right? Uh, I was right, digging right. through some old comic book boxes and Jesse, I found some gems in there. Uh, I started looking up the prices of comic books and got very excited, but then realized there's a whole process of me having to like send them away and get graded in order for them to be anywhere worth anywhere near the money that I'm seeing online. So I don't know, but uh, one exciting artifact I unearthed that's Arizona Diamondbacks related was my Brandon McCarthy locker room sign that I won in a uh, charity auction, which was autographed by Brandon McCarthy. Brandon McCarthy was absolutely one of my favorite Arizona Diamondbacks pitchers, uh, but more than his performance on the mound, the man is hilarious and he's brilliant. Like he is like one of the smartest people I've ever met. It's intimidating. Uh, not only is he tall, intimidating. I get tall. I get intimidated by tall people, but I also get intimidated by smart people. That's why Jesse intimidates the hell out of me. But uh, Brandon <laughs> McCarthy, more more than anything, the thing that made it special was uh, it was from the season when the Diamondbacks dedicated their locker room signs to the Yarnell nineteen, and uh, it meant a lot to me because whenever I walked into the clubhouse that season to see that black you know, circle with the 19 in it on everybody's locker. It meant a lot considering the sacrifice that those firefighters made and everything that happened. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and while I'm talking about this, make sure to listen to the bully Chirsten Susel's uh, podcast on PHNX sports. Um, she broke, broke down on the story that the story of the, uh, the hot shots, uh, the, a, the AAF, uh, team and it's an incredible story uh and that team you know they they dedicated their entire franchise personality to the yarnell 19 and it was a you know big big part of our the arizona history now in a way right so yeah it, it was great to see these sports teams kind of dedicate stuff to it and that's that that honestly was the big selling point for me when I wanted to win this uh, nameplate. Not only was it Brandon McCarthy, but uh, that that meant a lot to me last that season that the Diamondbacks did that. And I want to say I don't remember uh, what year that was, but it was one of my first years doing it. So it was I don't know. I kind of like to uh, have some uh, you know things from when I first started covering this team to just remember how long I've been doing it for. Mm. Yeah, I so I uncovered today, Derek, a um, a magazine from the very first game that the Arizona Diamondbacks ever played. No and, way. Uh, 
And it was, yeah, well, and I guess, I guess when I say I uncovered, what I really mean is that my parents uncovered. You have it. You're in your parents' house and you walked in on it. Yes. And, and I, I was not born at the time of the playing of this game. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, so yes, this is, this is March 31st, 1998 or something like that. March 31st, 1998. That's the day right there. That's and so I am looking now, Derek, at the promotional items slash dates uh, page of this program. And it is incredible. First of all, there are 50 of them. There, out of, out of 81 home games, there are, and almost all of these are items. A couple of them are like Miller Light Night or, or like just like a, a special night at the ballpark. Sure, sure, sure. But almost, sure, like almost all of these. Yeah, almost all of these, though, are like actual physical items that fans took home when they went to the game, which I guess makes sense. I mean, it's the very first season that the franchise is in town. So all of the sponsors want to get in and and, you know, have their have their special day where they're giving away an item of some sort. Uh, but there's more so, Jesse, because I just remember I remember a lot of giveaway items. Yeah, but I don't like like a lot of people had a lot of giveaway items, but I didn't know where they all came from. And so that makes sense that they all came from games because I could not, as a uh, 17-year-old high school kid with a single mom, I could not go to baseball games necessarily or be able to afford them very much. So sure. when I went, it was a, a rarity for sure. But uh, yeah, that that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's really uh, it's really pretty incredible. Maybe you can help me understand what some of these things are, Derek. Uh, we have a hissy beanie baby this is like hissy the snake i believe yeah and it's like a little it's like a little beanie baby which apparently they gave out crazy jesse yeah they were insane somehow at some point people believe that all thai beanie babies were worth a ton of money okay they it was because you know the the beanie the the company was smart enough to kind of phase them out kind of like anything like a lot of uh, stuff we have like now but that item. was like one of the first times so what happened was the myth the legend of the expensive rare you know uh valuable beanie baby stretched so then everybody started collecting their fucking beanie babies everybody started holding on to them everybody started you know so like that's and and then it was revealed that they were basically worthless. They started doing like limited <laughs> edition ones and stuff where they'd like put a date on a foot or something. And, you know, it just kind of went away like things do after they're no longer popular. But in 1998, I imagine uh, Beanie Babies were very popular. My aunt one time lost her mind because I went and stayed at her house and stuffed a bunch of Beanie Babies she had on a guest bed into a closet and i remember her screaming at me about how much they were worth. so uh, yeah that's my experience with thai beanie babies i had i had some beanie babies growing up that i was sort of obsessed with that are probably like stuffed in a closet somewhere but you're you're telling me they're worth nothing i i can't confirm or deny that i have a funko pop from a 7-eleven that's supposedly worth 500 dollars, jesse so it's wow. all based on how much you can actually get a human being to pay sure. for it is what sure. it's really worth, right? But uh, that's 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 the rumor on on street guides and such about how much my Funko sure. Pop is worth. Uh, the shit's nonsensical, though, just like Beanie Babies were and everything is, right? <laughs> so collect stuff you like for stuff you uh, enjoy and makes you happy and then 
you know, if it ends up being worth money, then that's a bonus. There, but, there are some uh, other, there are some other, what other, what other ones here. are there? We, there's just like a bunch of random stuff. Like there's binoculars. They gave away binoculars. That they makes gave, a lot of sense. That seems they, handy. That yeah, seems handy. I guess. Like there's really a lot see. of stupid shit you get at a game that you're not going to use at a game. You're going to use binoculars. You're going to use binoculars. Yeah. yeah, very practical. There was another one, America West Airlines, which I don't think exists anymore. America West Airlines did a promotion for a mouse pad. They gave everyone mouse pads, the first 10,000 fans. Uh, there was a yo-yo day. Does U.S. Airways still exist? Because that's what America West became. I think. Um, I don't. I think U.S. Airways is now Delta, isn't okay. it? Okay. Yeah, like it, yeah. eventually, it Just sort of merged into that. The next, yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a scratch and sniff from Miller Lite. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that was all about. Oh man! Yeah, yeah there's... before we got on air, you pulled up this magazine and you asked me about buying tickets at dillard's oh yes yes that's the other thing so i'll read this for everyone so um individual ticket sales there's like these directions on here of how to purchase tickets and uh, amusingly online is not it's not a thing people didn't buy tickets online so it says tickets for arizona diamondbacks home games can be purchased over the phone by using a credit card called dillard's at 5033 Is it Dillard's like Macy's? It's like a like it's a store where you Dillard's, buy jewelry. You don't Dillard's buy baseball tickets at Dillard's. Yes, but one of the things they did, it's kind of like it's like Warehouse was a record store, but it had a box office in it. That's where you could go buy tickets at. Dillard's is a place that I camped out. My wife, as we were talking about this, just for me to verify, my wife confirmed because she said she waited in the mall for new kids on the block tickets to buy them at Dillard. So yes, there was a physical box office at Dillard, but oh I think God. by the late nineties, they had phased it out to just be like, uh, you know, over the phone. So I don't know mm. if there was a physical box office anymore. They were trying to do their best to not have human beings wait in a long ass line in malls and in front of stores anymore. So I remember one time when I bought tickets at warehouse, uh, it was such a joy when they came out and just decided to be like, look, man, we're going to raffle for places in line. And then you guys could come back in a couple of hours when we open and not sit here in front of our store camped out. And we were ah. like, yay. <laughs> so we all got like to pick numbers. And then that's our, was our spot line when we came back. That was for a boys to men concert, which once again, ages me terribly, Jesse. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing this just like Jacob yesterday. I'm not doing this with you either, but uh yeah that's that's an incredible piece of history we have a lot of diamondbacks artifacts between the two of us and that's very fun uh one of my favorites again is my gonzo gonzo doll from the muppets but uh Mm. once we get live we'll have to start showing some of this stuff off today it was very stormy here in arizona today so i got to do a little video of my other favorite diamondbacks giveaway item which was the haboob globe which is just one of the most incredible things they've ever given away and just Whoever whoever thought that up deserves a magnificent raise, of course. But mm. uh, before we go, I do need to let you guys know my DraftKings pick of the week. And, of oh, course, yes. I'm giving you hockey-related stuff. I'm giving you a package that you can get from the DraftKings Sportsbook at plus 425. It's a what they call a quick single-game parlay. Colorado Avalanche to win. Uh, I'm not even going to try to guess this game. Valerie uh, Nichunkinchin uh, to score a goal. That's not how you say his name. Uh, Colorado Avalanche over a half a goal. First period goals. Colorado Avalanche over two and a half 
team goals. That's already available for you in a nice little tidy plus 425 package that you can get right on the front page of DraftKings Sportsbook. So just get on, uh, get in, use our code of PHNX if you're a new customer, bet $5 on either team to win, and then get down on the same game parlay also. If you bet $5 to win, you will get $100 in free bets instantly no matter who wins. Uh, and of course, you can get down on that same game parlay and you can thank me when 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 it wins. This is abs in five. Abs are going to close it out. We're going to wrap things up for the Stanley Cup, and then we are going to baseball boys season for the rest of the summer. But you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX. Get that $5 on either NHL team to win their game as a new customer, and you will get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's pro promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup final. Must be 21 or older, Arizona only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit required. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And Jesse, that's all I got. Uh, this is the end of the week. This was the last week without Jesse Friedman in our lives. So I don't know how often we're going to go live. I don't know when we're going to go live. None of this, it's all up in the air. It's going to change, though. Here. It's going to change, yeah. We are going to change some things. Our Sunday show is still going to be a post-game wrap-up, and we are still going to be doing that remotely because our producers deserve a day off. So we will not be dragging them into the studio, but that's that all ends on Monday because we will be back, baby. Uh, you got me and Jesse, uh, your dynamic duo of D-backs, uh, and we will be here to talk D-backs with you all summer long the rest of the summer good bad the ugly it doesn't matter uh, we're going to be out at the all-star game with the rest of the all-city crew uh next month so that's going to be exciting i can't wait for that jesse yeah i'm going to lose my mind at the home run derby right now as we speak i'm it's wearing so a cool. Johnny button-up shirt and i cannot wait to scream for that man in uh in the home run derby i also want to scream for christian walker so let's make that happen somehow some way uh, let's start a campaign. Let's make some shirts. Let's do whatever we need to do to get Christian Walker in the home run derby. Uh, cause it's not Christian Walker. It's Christian Walker or Christian Homer, whichever way you want to do it. Maybe we combine the two and just start calling him Christian Homer. I don't know if anybody's going to know what we're talking about anymore at that point. <laughs> because the man is a king at smashing. He, the ball. he did hit, he hit his 19th in that game that I was at in San Diego, which is just crazy. I mean, we're, we're well under halfway through the season at this point, and he already has 19 home runs. He's on pace for a 40-plus home run season. So, um, yeah, the I mean... The part about that, Jesse, is he leads Major League Baseball in solo home runs with 15. So 15 yeah. or 19 home runs are solo home runs, and that's frustrating, especially considering that this team has had so many struggles with runners in scoring position that I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that he can only do it when nobody's on base. But... Maybe we'll get that right before the end of the season, too, and things could look <laughs> a lot better. Uh, of course, uh, you could follow us on Twitter. I am at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Make sure to bug the hell out of him. If you don't follow this guy, I will find you, and I will make you follow him. So follow him because he, again, we want to talk about things being delightful. Jesse is delightful. And uh, his uh, is his ana analyst uh, analysis I don't know how to say that word. I don't know how to say words in general. Uh, analysis on Diamondbacks baseball is second to none. So we are lucky to have him here, and I'm so looking forward uh, to everything we get to do going forward. Of course, uh, 
uh, we're going to have Michaela in the mix too. So we not only are, are solidifying our rotation, but we are figuring out our top three starters, and it's these guys right here. Uh, but we thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, uh, follow our show at PHNX underscore D-backs. All roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review. Also, go to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live because we tend to do it uh, at crazy times because baseball sometimes never ends. So uh, make sure to sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when we go live. Also, other shows are on this on, on this network too. So if you want to listen to those, you won't miss those as well. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your guys' time. Make sure to stay safe out there in this stormy Arizona weather because I don't know if it's going to last. Uh, but we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you find cool shit cleaning up your house. <laughs>